Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Unfortunately, we've run out of time today. Whatever it means for you in your club, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. A weekly football podcast giving you the insights, opinions, occasional facts, and the odd outlandish agenda on the footballing world. Whilst I have your attention, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at WTATL Official. That's one of the ways you can keep up with Man of the Week. You can also follow us on TikTok at WTATL.podcast. And without further ado, this is episode number. 144. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The Fall Guy, only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG 13. Hey, hey. Come on. <laughs> I'd never do that again, please. <laughs> hey, that, was, that was me, Tanya. <laughs> okay. I just got, I just got cold. <laughs> what are you not saying? I'm good, man. I'm really good. Can we, can we, address, the, can we address the elephant in the room? All right, Tanya didn't come yet. It was her birthday at the weekend, so happy belated, Tanya. Um, but she said. Her mum's taken out for lunch. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Brother, it's 6 p.m. <laughs> To be fair, I think she said late lunch. <laughs> Very late then, I guess, isn't it? Is that, uh, regardless, if you have a late lunch, That's 6 p.m. is far too late. Is that, yeah, she can have dinner she tomorrow morning, dinner. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was, she was going out now. She'd be out till now. What's she doing? What, still eating her Bro, eggs I benedict I wasn't until invited. now? <laughs> I wasn't invited. Abdi, eggs Abdi, benedict Abdi's gutted he didn't get an invite, man. Yeah, I know, man. Mm, Cut no, you man. deep. Abdi would have been there with his poached yeah, egg. Tanya and her mum and me, just on the head. Um, yeah, so you nah, drew, t- drew Tanya out early doors. I'm yeah, ecstatic, cool. bruv. I'm I'm good. I you know she you only listens to like 90 seconds of the podcast, so you gotta make sure you can like, slag her off. Okay, <laughs> in early, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, she just posts it on Twitter and then she keeps it moving. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, what I was doing to the group. I was like, Tanya, you can respond to me if I tweet you. Because <laughs> she doesn't respond to us <laughs> in the group. I also have to just very quickly before we get into the, the nitty gritty. Um for once I'm happy jumping on this podcast after the weekend. Um, he's got a, he's got a spring in his step, isn't he? Got a spring in my step. Listen, you were late, so you didn't see how I was stepping today. Oh, you were late too, yeah? man. Be Don't quiet. try and lie out. Oh, yeah. You were late too. Um, but <laughs> but um apologies to Kojo because he invited me on to cover the game on his show tonight. One of his shows, he's got his fingers in a lot of pies. Um but you're gonna have to blame Avdi for that one, I'm afraid, because we couldn't we couldn't record on Tuesday evening, so I obviously had to prioritise Cool. This, that, this one right well here. there you go Koji you're going to have to hold it innit 
<laughs> Man said, forget your own, about your own podcast. Come on my show. <laughs> and also, what's Kodo got to talk about, bruv? Nothing happened in that game, you know. In that, in that, in that Man United Newcastle game. Yeah. No, there was a couple of there's a couple it, it of. Uh, I read a stat, yeah. I will get into. It. Obviously, we're going to talk about the big game first. But I read a stat that said in the Man United Newcastle game, the ball was out of play for forty nine out of the ninety five minutes. What? <laughs> so in terms of like, obviously free kicks, corners, throw-ins, stuff. The ball was. Uh, can you imagine? Like, imagine honestly, slightly would have been better off just using your time looking at a wall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the fans at the stadium just staring at the wall. <laughs> it's, probably, it's, it's better than watching Tottenham, man. Joe's mad, yeah. Why are, you, why are you dragging Spurs into this? <laughs> Everyone's just cashing shots, yeah. No, I actually fell. I actually fell asleep in the Tottenham game, and I woke up when they were two 0 up. They're so boring, man. I, I hate watching Spurs. That's, that's, no, no. The actual real reason Tanya's not here is actually she actually fell into like a, a boredom coma. <laughs> so she, yeah. So uh, send your well wishes so to Tanya. They're they're just jarring at the moment. I can't deal with it. The brand of football exactly the whole the whole thing is like their whole brand is Harry Kane will bail us out that's <laughs> literally it. and half the time he's diving around oh on the God. on the what, floor what like. but anyway let's start with the game that happened at Anfield Liverpool Man City always a classic well over the last six years maybe I'd say so this this match actually like I'm out in the grand scheme, because I don't really care about what happens in this game, but like I that had my heart racing I throughout the ninety minutes. Mm. No. It was it was proper nostalgia, prem like real prem vibes. End like it was end to end. Yeah. Uh, tackles were flying in, Anfield quick, fast paced football. Like, he's actually a bit of a cheat code, man. Can I just say, like, I was telling Mark, yeah, that um, I watched that game completely spent from the game before. Yeah, yeah. So I was relaxed. So nothing that happened in that game got to me. Yeah. But like, yeah. But the energy just, and the excitement was a bit mad. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was saying, great. Like, just, just honestly, you could like literally get like a million viewers just from the touchline and the, the dugouts. If you just, if you mm. purely watch yeah, like yeah. both managers and the, yeah. the dugouts, you could actually that like you could view into the ground as when oh, Salah. He is so dramatic. Did you see what he was doing after the goal was disallowed? Oh, the acting, I, I spoke about it. I haven't spoken about it in a while, but the acting is disgusting, man. The when he was like looking at the crowd with his tongue, I go, <laughs> <laughs> What do you think it is, though? And we'll, let's, let's get onto the game straight after this. But do you think it is, do you think it's main character syndrome? Or do you mm. think it just, he just, no. uh, he just kind of gets no, to I a think point where pure, he can't control it and pu- it's just purely just on vibes and it just happens? No, I don't think, pure emotion and vibes is, is what was happening in the other dugout. Yeah, Because I think Klopp is generally crazy. Like, he's actually, <laughs> <laughs> do you remember when um, it was Dortmund and they were playing a game? Yeah, and yeah, like yeah, Napoli, yeah, yeah. And they, they went 3-0 they got a bad decision, yeah. And then he looked at the fourth official like, I'm actually going to kill you right here, right now, in this spot. <laughs> the guy actually, the fourth official had, had him sent off because he was genuinely scared for his life. I don't think that was the same thing here. I do think, I do think with Pep, um, a lot of the times, and I'm not, not saying particularly this time, but I do think one of the things that he does is to take attention away from his players in like certain situations. So, for example, um, having a disallowed goal, like to take all the attention onto himself, whether it's good or bad, like doing all of that, I think it is acting up for the attention. He gets the fans, on, it's on him. It's not necessarily on the but pitch. Was, I mean, that was, I just think, listen, he's made that mistake before when it was finally in the balance at Anfield. Um, and he's, he's gone on one of his usual, um, whatever you want to call it, main character syndrome, tirades, or just 
purely off of emotion where the game was finally in the balance and he's really ruffled the crowd. And from that moment, the crowd's back on them again and we've gone on to win the game. Same thing happened on Sunday. Arte- yeah, it's a, was that uh, Arte- yeah, Arte- yeah, Arte- yeah, sorry. That was actually Ar- yeah. uh, Arteta last season yeah, uh, yeah. in one of the four games. And it's the same with Pep this season where he actually kind of tipped that game back in yeah. our balance as when he did that. Um, yeah, he um, woke Anfield up. I think I think one of the reasons is you remember the lockdown year where he was wearing that hoodie all the time, that grey hoodie. Yeah. And, that um, horror shot. Yeah, and oh no, not was, that one. So I'm thinking of the grey cardigan. The, the cardigan, yeah, the hoodie, yeah, the cardigan. No, I'm talking about the grey hoodie that had like the message on it. Yeah, some, yeah. Some oh yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then him like that year, he was so calm. Obviously, there's no crowd in it, so he's not so really what, The hoodie up. calms him down. No, no, no. I think it was just like he watched all or nothing this year, and he saw. Arteta, Arteta, you know, um, and Arteta is, you know, he's, 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 I don't think Arteta is acting really. I think Arteta is just no, a bit of a, he's bit emotional. Of, bit of, yeah, he's a bit emotional, a little bit of a weirdo at times as well. <laughs> um, but then, Guardiola you, was like, huh? but I won't blast you out on the podcast. What me being a weirdo? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Well, so doesn't matter. Okay. Bro, I'm main character. This is main character. <laughs> 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 um, and then. Guardiola just watched that now and he's like, yeah, I got, I got, I got, I got, I got, I got, I got anti yet. Yeah. But let's get on to the game. Tell us what you thought, Mark. Oh, just in general, oh, so much game, better from the us. Game, before the game, before the game, before, before the game, before the game. So Abdi invited me out uh, Saturday night and he said to me, I'll go and uh, like X place in Shoreditch with a couple of my mates. <laughs> um, and I was like, you know what? Thank you, bro. But I actually feel like we're going to get smacked. So I'm going to pass. That's pretty much what I said. Because um, that was my general feeling on it. How could I not feel Cow- that cowardice? You feel, well, you don't. I, I watched the game. Yeah, still, obviously. you could watch it with me. What would you? What do you feel I was going to do? Um, I, I actually wanted Liverpool to win. No, not, not I didn't decline it because you would be there. Mm. I just declined it because I just thought I, I ain't got the, the energy for this to dis- be disappointed another weekend, but then have to make that journey home. Yeah, yeah. Mark, Mark do you want to hang out after this? Uh-huh. Do you want to hang out after? Oh, this? I'm good. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, bro. I'd rather stare at that wall. But yeah, obviously about, you were yeah. shook. <laughs> <laughs> Um, obviously, you were shook, didn't it? But like, of course, I was. I, 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 feared, game, I feared the worst. I'm going to be st- honest. At the start of the game, though, when it's a big game and Liverpool at Anfield, you have to feel all right. We can we can have a go now here. Obviously, no, of course. Got- Listen, I thought we were going to get smacked, but there's always that feeling inside where you think. But mm. you look at what this team's done in the past six years. There's a chance we beat any team in the world. We'll beat on our day. Yeah, I, I, that I can say with chest out, but. The form that we've been in this season, conceding first and in 10 out of the 12 previous, I just thought, you know what, if City get an early one, you know, zero it's to 20 minute, minutes, yeah. it just gets long and we lose our shape. They dominate the ball, they, they pick us apart. And that's where I thought it might have gone if City got that early goal, but yeah. it was a lot better from us. And this new formation is really solidifying us. I think I mentioned it two or three weeks back where I said I wanted to see that defensive line drop back a little. It's actually yeah. stayed quite high, but the fullbacks are um, actually yeah. staying back. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's a it's a line of four now where it's a lot more solid than what we've seen at the start of the season. So in that sense, really good. That double pivot, Thiago Fabino worked really well. They covered a lot of space in the central areas. And then Harvey Elliott on the right, I thought he was a workhorse. He's looking really good on that right side. Is he, is he right-sided eight or is he... No, no, it was a straight 4-4-2 four, four, yesterday. Is it 4-4-2 four, four, yesterday? Um, yeah. Sometimes, oh, sometimes a 4-2-3-1 yeah. with Firmino in the 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but depending on uh, where the transitions were and whether we were attacking or defending, it was fluid. It was a 4-4-2 four, four, or a 4-2-3-1. And so, I thought Joe Gomez played fantastic. Ah, oh, mate. It, uh, it's the best he's been 
for a number of years now. Yeah. And I'm not even exaggerating. It was such a good performance for me. That area of the pitch. This is why I was worried as well because obviously we're missing Kanata, injured, Kanata yeah. Matty, Trent, and I just thought how did Kanata get injured? Did he play against Rangers? Training though. Played eighty minutes against Rangers. Wow. Um, you got to remember he's that's the first game he played. He played ten like, minutes he against, Arsenal, against Arsenal, Arsenal. Like, and then he started against Rangers, and then that's the only football he's played the season. Got he got injured, injured, injured right at the end of preseason. Matip's out for two or three weeks, but that was a couple of weeks ago, so he should hopefully be back soon. But he played against Arsenal, didn't he, Matip? He got injured, and then in that game. from then, oh okay. Um, so yeah, just a lot better from us. Like I was saying, that right side really worried me. I thought Gomez, right centre-back, and Milner, right mm. back. You know, we all saw what Foden did to Milner last time. Milner yeah. started right back. Yeah. Um, and I just thought, it's not looking good, but you've got to give kudos to both of them. Best either one of them have played. Both of them have played for years. So solid, so good. I, honestly, I'd give everyone on that pitch in a red ten shirt a 10. Straight can 10, because it was real old school from us. Go on. Do you think, um, oh, okay, well, to be fair, like, I mean, do you think uh, the fact that Guardiola played with wingbacks, do you think that sort of pinned Yeah, that, yeah, well, listen, I was, I was watching, uh, it was a five or so minute clip on BBC Sport earlier and they analysed that specific, what Pep did. And mm. first of all, I don't know why he did it. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think he ever thought it. He always, he overthinks in the biggest games. So that's it, that's times, his yeah. Achilles heel. He gets to the biggest games and he overthinks. He did it against Chelsea in the Champions League yeah. final. They should have won that game easily. Brought in yeah. Sterling for no reason. Um, Put Gundogan as the sick took off. Didn't bring. Didn't play Rodri. He was amazing for him. So I can't work out. Yeah, you're right. I mm-hmm. can't work out. So they played those three centre backs. Uh, Cancelo was basically playing right wing. Yeah. Um, yeah. You had Foden on the left. But and then Foden you had, left wing back. Crazy. And then you had uh, who was it? Bernardo and Rodri kind of sitting. Yeah. Deep. Gundo, yeah. Gundo and De Bruyne like right in front of them and. It was, yeah, it was like a I under- three, two wing backs, two, two, two. I understand what he was trying to do because he must have assumed we were going to carry on playing how we've been playing for the last couple of weeks, yeah. which is two centimetres rather than three. So he yeah, thought, yeah. right, if I can get Bernardo and Rodri deep and then Kevin De Bruyne and uh, Gundogan just ahead of them, mm-hmm. boxing Thiago and Fabinho, then you win that midfield battle. But it just, it, <coughs> it, it didn't work yeah. like that. It looked that. really and disjointed anyway because... Um, a lot of the time when Liverpool were attacking, especially on Liverpool's left, Man City's right, they were just really isolated because um, they had Cancelo so high up mm. and anyone else on that right-hand side, it was the, it was De Bruyne. So you had De Bruyne coming back to defend, Cancelo yeah. well up. And, and it was like that. And that was on all of the time. Yeah. And the, especially in the second half, that's where like, I know uh, Cancelo gets turned for the goal. Um, the, break, the break that um, Darwin Nunes has is on the left side. So all of the good stuff that was happening from Liverpool comes from that floor, mm. and he didn't change it at all. I didn't understand like mm. the whole, like I think you could see it with the right was on. The they looked lost. The three centre backs looked lost. Absolutely. As in, these are three quality players, full internationals. We're talking about, and to put them in that system for the first time away at Anfield, regardless of our form, was very risky, and the risk didn't pay off. They they looked like. All three of them looked like they weren't actually quite sure what their specific role was. That was yeah, Akanji's worst performance. I watched it the, was, I, it I, was. I watched a bit of um, their game against Copenhagen and obviously things changed because they uh, Gomez got got sent off in that game. Sergio Gomez, their left back. Mm. Uh, but it was clear that Akanji was playing right back in that game. Yeah, And it was two centre-backs. It was Diaz-Laporte and Gomez was playing left back. In this game, I do think, like you said, he overfought it. What he should have done, obviously, was just, just play Cancelo left back. He's been playing left back for about two, three seasons now. Play Akanji right back and go with um, Diaz and Laporte, not Diaz, well, Ake. I don't even think Ake was even that bad, to be honest. But still, like, the confusion at the back as well. Plus, 
I do, you know, obviously the midfield three, when they go with a midfield three of Rodri, Bernardo, De Bruyne, you're not going to get much better in the world. Mm. And you know you're going to keep the ball and that's how you suffocate teams and then you like death by a thousand cuts. That's how Man City play. And then you go with the front three. I do think in this occasion, yeah, obviously he wouldn't know that Milner's going to play right back in it. But um, I think probably that would probably be a better op- opportunity to play Grealish, someone who could take him on 1v1, whereas Foden, he's always looking to go inside a little bit. Then you could play Foden on the other side as well, so you can cut in on the left back, left, and then obviously Foden scored a lot of goals recently. So I do think that was the and the, but like like we talked about earlier, Liverpool centre backs had their best games of the season. Mm-hmm. Van Dijk, you just know Van Dijk woke up in the morning looked at the mirror, goes not today. That cyborg was not doing it today. It was so good to have him back. It, that was in watching that, form. that was watching Van Dijk from that's now sixty nine games ago. at Anfield without defeat. In the Premier League, he's like, not, I'm not. I'm not having him end my um, yeah, my, my record, bro. Like, he's like just, Palace, sure. Yeah, Haaland, no nah, way. Not <laughs> yeah, but it was. Um, it was. I think the the biggest thing for me was well was we all mentioned it earlier this season about Salah's playing a different role mm-hmm. in the fact he's more of a facilitator this year um, because of the, because of Nunes and then the fact that Klopp continued with the same same formation, same same approach, even with Firmino coming in. And then you see, but it's been working because Firmino has been amazing this season. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this is what, like, for me, you have to get the best out of your best player. And we saw even with obviously he scored what did he call like a five minute hat trick against Rangers. Yeah, quickness and coming in coming history. on and just being the guy. And we saw what he was like this game as well, like running in behind. He was so dangerous as well. Obviously, Salah, like you said last year, that he got most assists, didn't he? So um, it's not as if like it's a massive detriment, but I really think in order for you to succeed as a team, you need to get the best out of your mm-hmm. best player. And watching him in the final third, it's just that is Mohamed. It's Salah. unbelievable that that role on the the right of the two up top mm-hmm. is perfect for him because exactly. you've got the right midfielder who can do the dirty work for yeah. you, which I thought Harvey Elliott was brilliant at yesterday. Um, in fact, I think he sacrificed his own game for the for the good of the team. Yeah. Um, and then you've got Salah in that right-sided striker role where if he was playing right wing, yeah. he wouldn't be able to get in. As you're, Essentially what you're saying, he wouldn't be able to get in certain positions yeah. uh, because he's got so much defensive duty. Where, where he's playing in that right striker role, all he needs to focus on is getting into the positions that he likes mm. and putting the ball in the back of the net. You saw that against Rangers. He come on in that same right striker role. Yeah. And then I was wondering whether Klopp, whether Klopp was going to either getting back into the right side of midfield for the City or go with him up top. I, I was, was, was low-key bullying what he did to Rangers though, innit? Yeah. When he came on and just slapped the hat-trick in five minutes and <laughs> just just because he could. Just mm. because he can. But I do think like um, the flexibility with the way you're playing right now in the in the, in the 4-4-2, but you, almost, like, you can almost shift over. So Elliot can tuck in, make it a free, and then Salah can play in the similar way to what you used to play. And Jota can just be, you know, if you're going to replace Mane, there's not many better options mm. than Jota. And you could just it's, see, like, you, like you, just, was, you were saying, like, the freedom that Salah had. Yeah. Um, but on the other side, Jota, yeah. he was he was brilliant, especially mm. in the first half. Is he badly in injured? Him and Harvey Elliott, um, I'm going to get onto that in a second because it's the real sour grape from yesterday. It's not an easy one to take with him and Diaz both being out, but... His World Cup's in jeopardy. Imagine. We'll put it that way. The official results aren't out yet, but it's not looking great. What happened? Did he pull his hamstring? Uh, he done it his... Like um, it, it like it. 
Yeah, it was. It was, it was literally yeah. in the last second. It was essentially one of them ones where you see it and you think that's not great because there's not really crazy contact. It's just, yeah, it just, just. Um, it looked like you were stretching for something. Yeah. I can't remember. Um, so that's the obviously that's a massive, massive he's negative. Because he had, yesterday. he's had bad injuries since he's been out there. And yeah. that was gonna say like that was his best performance. It was so good. I, him and Harvey Elliott playing that left midfield, right midfielder role. Um, I said it about Harvey Elliott, but they both sacrificed so much of their games just to do the dirty work, and it yeah. gave. Firmino and Salah that license to just be creative kind of be free up there and, and just chase down lost balls obviously close down centre backs but it was so much better from us so much better in every area of the pitch Alisson again unbelievable he might be the best goalkeeper I've ever seen Alisson, in the Premier League Alisson has more assists than Grealish in 2022, in 2022. Yeah. you know in three seasons he's got five goals and assists yeah. <laughs> it's crazy crazy four assists one goal <laughs> and also like um, I do think I think now is enough time for us to start saying he's the best guy. I think he's the best guy I've seen in the Premier League. I, don't, I can't see a higher level. People still say Schmeichel and all that, but Schmeichel, you know, he was playing against, you know, Oldham Athletic and all that Coventry and all them teams, yeah. Now we're playing to the highest calibre and he's been unbelievable consistently for about, how long has he been in now? Since 2018, is it? Five odd years, yeah. Like, yeah, we're coming up to f- his fifth season now. Um, and he, he's just consistently brilliant. I, I don't, and like he always makes those saves that you don't expect someone to make. Like, you know, in a 1v1, you back him. Like, w- in the penalty last week, I genuinely thought I was I was worried. Like, for me, it was more like a 70 30 Allison. And I was that's why I was surprised that Saka scored the penalty. But, um, just on uh, the way Jota, I do think like it's a big, um, Obviously, it's going to be a big blow losing him. But like the way he, um, the way the way he plays. Last week, he 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 was playing more of a like a because he played with the front four last week, didn't he? Against us, and he was playing more of a like a withdrawn number ten role. He's his flexibility and the fact that he actually can play as a striker. He can play in that wing 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 role you've got now, and also he can play in some like that withdrawn ten role as well. So when you have that mm-hmm. this this four almost four four two formation you've got now is is really flexible and also having him and Elliot doing the dirty work, I think now you're better suited to bring back in Trent because he's got more protection now. So um, obviously Milner played this game, Trent's just coming back now. Now you now we'll see what Liverpool can do in the next couple of games mm-hmm. as well, and it's, also you've got easier fixtures. Yeah, as it's well. imperative we win our next three, which is West Ham at home, Forest away, you've and then Ajax, Leeds. Uh, in the league, though, specifically, oh, yeah, is West Ham on Wednesday night, um, the day this podcast releases. Then it's Forest at the weekend and then Leeds after that. So if we can win those next three, yeah. it just starts to, to look a little bit better. I can't remember. Forest is away. West Ham's at home. Oh, okay. You know when Liverpool go through a bad patch, yeah? They just go through a, 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 a crazy winning, winning run. Yeah. Like, do you remember the year where you kept on losing every week when it was a lockdown year? And then we still and then you, somehow the finished last, third. Yeah, but that's because they won their last 10 straight. It's crazy. So. That's what I, that's why I keep saying to you, like, I, we've been so poor this season and I've been so dejected, but I feel like I've said it every podcast that I've been here. Listen, we, we've kept losing, but if we can spin 10, 12 wins on the bounce, which I know we can do because we've done it more than once, plenty of times, then we'll see where we're at. Title's gone, obviously, but... The injuries top, are a concern, though. Injuries are a massive concern, so who, but who top plays, four is the, has to be the B-O and end-all now. Who, who plays... Because um, it's still not... Easy from where we're at. Yeah. Who plays on the left then? Now, uh, Fabio Jota Carvalho is. has been very good uh, yeah. to give him credit. He was good against Rangers, played on that exact role on he the left. Like, he looks like Thiago's son. Um, <laughs> and then uh, he obviously come on against City and done the dirty work down the right for 20 minutes. Um, they call him Bruno Mars. So, yeah, they, <laughs> they do. They all did, uh, he, lo- he looks Bengali. 
anymore. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good player. I like him. He's um, a very good player. Young. Um, him and Harvey Elliott went to school together. Primary school. Matting, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're both they're in Fulham, 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 Fulham yeah, yeah. yeah. They both came through that Fulham Academy together. Same age group. So, uh, like, oh, really good friends. And now they're be- now playing Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. They're both 19 years old, yeah? Crazy. So, so let's talk about some of the incidents. So let's start firstly with the disallowed City goal, which saw the dramatics from Pep. Um, the incident that is in particularly like is highlighted particularly is um, Fabinho being brought uh, brought down by Haaland in the build up to the goal. Um, if we're going by the rest of the fouls in the game, it's a bit soft, but you can see why it's a foul. Yeah, I agree with that. I, f- I think in general the ref allowed don't, allowed don't, for. Don't a, say he refed it well. He did. No, I, okay. he allowed for a good game. I'm going to try and phrase it that way because okay. I think if the ref was a bit he more... He let a lot go. If he didn't let a lot go like he did, I don't think we would have seen the game that we did. Fair enough. But uh, on your point, I know he let a lot go before, but they were just tackles. This was actually just a... He, this is a foul. Just, he pulled just his a, shirt. It's literally no, I, just I, a foul. No, I get it, but yeah. like... A few... I don't know if it was before or after where Salah's running and Bernardo Silva's literally just dragging... He's being dragged yeah, yeah, in yeah. mid-air. But we all know that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's a Lino's that's, a, that's just yeah, Lino's staring. You can see it in the still images. Lino's staring saying is like, at it. There, there was other instances like um, Bernardo Silva being pushed in the in the corner flag, like near the corner flag, and he gets up and he asks the ref, and the ref's like, just get on with the game. So like, in still, that I mean, instance, it's I, like... I get it wanting to have the game flow, but still, like, if it's a, if it's a, if it's a foul, no, I'm I'd not, prefer if the referee yeah, had done his job. You're, you're, you're saying it to me like, I, I'm... I'm just being devil's advocate with mm. the like. I just I, I think with I hear where you're coming from. I think with that specific Harland on Fabinho one, it was the less about the actual challenge and more about the action yeah. of grab purposefully mm. grabbing his shirt and putting. Because like, you got to remember, yeah. Fabinho got there first, won the ball, and was about to make his next move. The ball was his. Yeah. So if he gets dragged down and by. Horrific um, first touch by Haaland. Yeah, I know. But uh, they have also, I was watching on Sky Sports yeah. earlier this morning, they have said anyway, regardless, they would have yeah, um, pulled it back for they the, pulled it the back challenge, for the challenge Allison, on Alisson. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, regardless, yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I, I understand why people are frustrated. But at, at the end of the day, for me, regardless of how the refs ref that game, that's a foul. Yeah. And it, and it, I, I think it's just beautiful watching Bernardo cry. He's such a crybaby, on man. The, on the thing, and then obviously the the other talking. I, I, I like Bernardo. He's a good footballer. That's not what we're saying, but anyway. Um, then what was it? Did you see that video of Bernardo standing by some door and someone came <laughs> it's up? To not him actually. Yeah. I know it is it. No, it is him. It is, but it is him. But I, I don't understand the context. Like, why yeah, is he staring know. at a door? And he goes, "My I friend, he, what do you want?" I think <laughs> he might be waiting for someone, and the, the guy just anyway. Oh, did you see um, Zinchenko in Nando's? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's bring it back. Um, so then the second um, incident was obviously the biggest incident of the game, which is the goal. Allison with another incredible launch forward to Salah who turns outrageously yeah can I just say just on that point and we get straight back to the goal but I'm not sticking it on YouTube because this is just a point in general but these if that was Trent what happened to Cancelo you wouldn't hear the end of it and I've said this before so many times you have to keep the same energy with people like Cancelo Reese James that wasn't good enough, and if it was Trent, he would have he would have been holding it from 
Yeah, no, it's true. every single angle, and yeah. it's clear that I wasn't good saying, enough. He got easily shifted. It doesn't matter. Cancelo does it a lot, right? Cancelo's a, not a good defender. Mm-hmm. Cancelo gets Trent might happen to him a, a little bit more, um, but specifically because teams target that right hand side, Cancelo doesn't get targeted like he does. But that defending was atrocious, and people have to call it out for what it is. And I, yeah, I, I do been, think it was bad defending. The, it's, I, it is bad. It is mad quiet on the timeline. In I do, that yeah, regard. yeah, obviously, obviously, it's true. But I mean, I do think um, Cancelo that was bad defending. But I do think it was more. I, I appreciate Salah's brilliance more in that. Oh, in cool. that. No, listen, it's it's all because of Salah's brilliance, but that's a goal. He was season contender, yeah, me. easily, easily. But on Cancelo, he wasn't strong enough. He wasn't wise enough. Yeah, well, and then after that, he made, he made loads of errors after that as well. He was getting pushed to the ground. I, yeah, I just think Pep didn't help him with the the. Ru- no, he's a bad. He, there's no getting away with him. He's a bad defender. He's nowhere near the level of defending of the likes of Carl Walker, for example. But. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was amazing yeah, such goal. A good goal. And as soon what? as he, as soon as he spun him, listen, I, I've got trauma from this season. But as soon as he spun him, I knew it was one. Can you believe? I just knew. That being I, said, he didn't miss the one just before, didn't he? Yeah. It was a great save, though. Yeah, we yeah. should have had a corner for that. Oh, you, know, yeah. you know, I thought it didn't go in. You see how the ball bounced? Because it bounced straight back out. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, what yeah. Like I hit that and little... Then, and I then he's run away, and I'm like, that didn't go in, though. <laughs> I think that's exactly <laughs> where the GoPro is, isn't yeah. it? For the Sky yeah, Sports GoPro. Yeah, it smacked it, yeah. It yeah. came back. I was like, what? Why is he celebrating? Yeah. So that it, hit, it that hit like the board it, and it came yeah, back out. It looked like it hit that little, you know, this post behind the goal. I was like, why is he celebrating? Yeah. And then God got one nil up, kind of 75th, 76th minute, and then that almost pleased me more than the first 75 not by much, but that kind of the grit and the determination at 1-0 when City are just going to chuck everything at you to, to keep it solid. Uh, performance levels didn't drop a um, single, not not even one level when we went 1-0 up. In fact, it got higher. Um, so I have to praise the boys for that. But what we actually have to do now is use this as a benchmark. Yeah. It's no good. If we, got, if, we, if we don't pick up three points against West Ham on Wednesday, I'm going to be fuming because mm. it's no good beating... Arguably the best team in the world right Stamaka. now. Ah, oh, please don't. Okay, um, it's not, but it's no good. Let me just finish this point. Yeah. It's no good beating Man City if you can't go and capitalize against teams who just, to put it plainly, aren't as good as them. So we've got to go and it's that Anfield and also Wednesday West Ham, night. West Ham haven't been good this season. They've had they've had a little mini resurgence, but they haven't been good this season. Probably last thing we'll say on the game. Um, Darwin Nunes had a three on one and I just had to bring it up because um, it, it was a, a big talking point. Like at, at that point, I get what, why he wants to take on his man. He wants to score a goal. I just, you I know? just think it's the small, he just, I just, he didn't get his head up. Yeah. And at the top level of football, if you can't get your head up and pick out that pass, then you've got some work to do on the training ground. But on Darwin Nunes, I think he's improved a lot in the past three to four weeks. Um, I don't know what you guys thought against Arsenal, but I thought he had a very good game against Arsenal. Just pure nuisance. I did say on the podcast that it was his best game. It was definitely his so, best someone's game. Got, someone's got to teach him the offside rule. Like, it's a joke. Um, no, but that's, that's him. That's him. Listen, that, that, will, well, that will all come, but that's him. He's on that last man. And if you if he gets it right, he's through and you're not catching him. Mm, not he's very, right he's a lot right. faster than he's given credit for. Uh, he's very, like, he is ridiculous. He's, he's very, rapid. very fast. And what you've got to remember he's is, a powerful runner is well. he's 23 years old. He's the same age as Trent. They, they've both got a long, long career ahead of them um, and they can both improve in certain areas. But I actually, I've taken some positives with Darwin <coughs> Nunes in the past couple of weeks. The Arsenal game, Rangers, he was good. Um, yesterday, I thought he'd start, actually. It surprised me. I think he'll start on Wednesday now. It was a bad campaign, um, though, I've got to say. It, it was, but... 
it was a bad decision making cameo. Mm, I'll yeah. give you that. But the in running, terms yeah, of yeah, yeah. in terms of needed, running yeah. and, and making nuisance and just stretching City when they needed it the least, let's be honest, they were pushing for a goal. When you've got someone hanging on the last man consistently, you know, you've yeah. got to keep your wits about you. And he was running a kanji consistently down that right uh, down that left channel, just running and so, running him, running. So are you gonna are Liverpool gonna accept the sixty five million from Aleco Madrid next season? <laughs> no, no. This is a long term project, man. Okay, next game, um, Arsenal versus Leeds um, at Ellen Road. And I'm not going to lie, since from Friday, I was already feeling really nervous. I don't know why. We've been on such a good run. Of it's not form. an easy place to go, is it? It's not an easy place to go, but I, I was just nervous for some reason. I was telling people I'm not, I'm not particularly positive. I don't have a positive feeling about the game. I was like, I just hope that we can see it out. Then the game starts and you have a break for 40 minutes where... Uh, <sighs> Yeah. So what actually happened? Detail this to me because I was I was watching because it is stupid. Honestly, I've nonsense got to call it out. Yeah. Nonsense. So I was watching Chelsea, Arsenal, Chelsea. And Man, oh and Man United all playing at two o'clock. It's a joke. Like and why that's just Chelsea as well. That's man. one thing that I really can't stand is that you know, I get that you want audiences to tune into your channel. You want them to to whatever. But if you show every single game um, that's happening at the same time, whatever. It won't mean that fans won't go into ground because I guarantee you, if a fan has the opportunity to go to a game, they will go Listen, to a game. Listen, we'll, we'll see it in action Tuesday and Wednesday night. Amazon are showing every single Premier League game live. Every stadium will be full. Every stadium will be full. And it's not even just that. What, what I don't get is that, for example, fair enough, if, if Chelsea and Aston Villa is the only game happening at that time, I'll watch it. I'm not going to lie, I'll watch the game. But if my team is playing, I'd rather watch my team. And I know that um, fans who can't go to Leeds because you get a certain amount of um, ticket allocation for away games will want to watch that game too. So then we have to resort to, allegedly, uh, finding streams. Not that I did, or, or Abdi. We both did not do no, that. No, no, I, w- I watched it from my window. <laughs> He's really, so really but it's just so live next to the Emirates, yeah. <laughs> You live up north, yeah? <laughs> I really long binoculars. I had. <laughs> but it's just so annoying why the Premier League and Sky Sports and, okay, now BT have this monopoly on football that yeah. every other country, they get to watch every some, single game and yeah. stuff and we pay so much money and we are subjected to games that they choose and we can't even watch our own team play. It's just, that has to change. collectively, everyone, just illegally stream it? Allegedly. Just more collectively. What are they going to do? Arrest us all. <laughs> <laughs> um, just Yeah, but just going back to what Mark said. Yeah, yeah. it was literally, what was it, 25 seconds into the game? And then they just, VAR, they, they had a power cut. So people were saying, oh, um, <laughs> the money bounced on Rafinha. <laughs> VAR wasn't working. So um, they stopped the game for 40 minutes. I was actually busy at the time, yeah. And then I came out looking at my phone. It was like 2.30 or something like that. I was thinking, what's the score? Oh, Arsenal had been halted. And then I literally saw when the game resumed, it was a minute. I was like, what, 30 seconds you guys decided that the, your, your 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 watches and your <laughs> yeah, the screens weren't working. But um, the, the, ga- light, the light started going off as yeah. well when they were trying to fix it. So they were like trying to fix the communication and the stuff with VAR. Yeah. The lights started flickering at Ellen Road. So they were like, okay, we have to stop this. Hey, no, is that, they, they needed to put the, the, the key in the meter. The, yeah. I, I bet money, <laughs> what they did was, Switched it off and yeah, switched yeah. it back on. <laughs> yeah, that's what people say. They tried turning on, turn off. That was like 40 minutes ago. We've tried everything. Have you tried switching it off? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here, put the generator in. Um, uh, on the game, 
bruv. Stressed in my left no, breast. The, the, That's what it was. Yeah. The first half. First 30, 40 minutes we were... Uh, we, I thought... It was even game, innit? Yeah. Well, I think it's like KG. I think um, I think the halt affected our performance. Yeah. Like, we came back and we were a bit sleep. Like, we were asleep. Like, mm. Leeds were catching us and stuff. Then I think about 15 minutes in, we started to catch <coughs> our groove a little bit. Jesus, we Jesus missed uh, a big chance. Big chance. It would have and been an amazing assist from Odegaard. He back killed it, yeah. And then he and then, and then... The goal Rod- came. Rodrigo, thank Rodri- you very much. I don't know what Rodrigo is thinking. No, no, no. Did you see though? He's a type of player. Yeah. I've seen highlights. Yeah. I haven't seen. Like, he's a type all. of player. I noticed in this game, he wants to do something so like, like spectacular. He wants to do something FIFA. Because there was, you, you know, know like he wants yeah. to do a FIFA thing, like a FIFA pass or a FIFA goal. You, you know when Sinistera had the shot that went wide? It was him. He played a beautiful pass out to him, and he literally bounced. It was like it was, it was a bit Thiago esque because the way it bounces just in front of you. Um, he did he did that, and he was trying that for the whole game. He wanted to do like a spectacular pass as well, and then obviously like my boy. My boy, bro, three what three three match winners in a week. Yeah, my my guy is coming coming up trumps, and people were chatting a lot on his name earlier this season, saying, um, "What is it? He he had a slow start. This is a slow start. See, four goals, four assists, or four assists already." Yeah. You know, I, I honestly, man, I'm just looking at. I'm thinking, Saka, Ronaldinho. I don't really see the difference <laughs> in it. Oh, it's such um, a mean. Oh, would would but, it be fair to say? Um, and come back in. Sorry, I didn't realize you was going on to another point. But would it be fair to say? Most of the games you've won this season have been because you've played well. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, from what, I, from what I've seen in highlights and what I've read, it was more... Grit. Resilience, yeah. Grit, resilience, and it, it wouldn't have been unfair if Leeds collected a point. I genuinely think Melia didn't have a single save to make in the second half. Absolutely not. I think, I think they actually deserve to win the game. I honestly... Is unreal. Where on earth did this Mark Rocker guy come from? I, I honestly agree. I agree with Abdi. Mark I, Rocker. I would. I would sign Tyler Adams tomorrow. Not, Bro, not today, no. Don't, nah, I ain't got time today. No. <laughs> <laughs> working hours, isn't it? That's how working hours. Bro, de- <laughs> what I was so surprised about, yeah, Jesse Marsh, yeah, he's on the sideline. He's a bit of an Arteta. Like mm, he's very much he's very an animated guy. He used to and get he's, those jeans off, of, man. He's yeah, in the Premier League. He's like silver jeans, bro. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not having it. <laughs> um, but like uh, when I watch like the way, because we all think he's just a Ted Lasso, isn't it? But he's actually a very good coach in terms of getting the best out of his players. I watched that midfield free press us all over the pitch. Yeah. The Ar- second Aaron half, Aaronson needs to actually be, he should have been anti-doping after that as well. The, the second half, they were unplayable. Like, we couldn't string passes together. Nah, we're, we're talking about us out. one of the best performing teams in the league. And they absolutely, they pressed us. To death. It was That was, that was like watching Liverpool. Do you remember a couple of years yeah, ago we played yeah. Liverpool? And I mentioned it that. It was suffocating. You had the triggers. They had the trigger and the trigger was... Aronson for 90 minutes, bro. The Every is, single time. The thing is, we couldn't get out of our half. Nah. Like, it resorted to Arsenal having to clear the ball and it would just come straight back. It was back. coming straight back. It yeah. was coming straight back. And yeah. I think the person who saved us is Aaron Ramsdale. Ramsdale, and yeah. And this was the point I was going to make. A few weeks ago or maybe last year, we were talking about, is Ramsdale the guy mm. that you can count on to win you a game? Yeah. And there are question marks over it. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, I'm yeah, convinced we, now. We wouldn't but that... Him. That performance there is something like he looked big yeah. in the one-on-ones. He made some good stops in when stuff came in the air. He was the first yeah, one there. Yeah, that's what I was like the most. And yeah. and I think punching coming punching, out, claiming the ball. Where not? I think Gabriel had a solid game yeah. apart from 
the the end there. But like Saliba had a, a shaky game and Ramsdale was there. Yeah, and I think that's what um, really pleased me. He because stopped, he didn't stop he didn't stop claiming penalties that aren't he did save. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I was obviously going to get onto that Bamford as that. Uh, yeah, it was obviously he's oh. trying to go low, hard, yeah, and yeah, yeah. right into that corner, but. Mm. I think, I can't remember who said it, but you just see Ramsdale move just as he's about to strike it. And yeah. I think it puts him off a little bit. He tried to um, go harder in it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we take that and... Um, but I want to give a little bit like... more credit to Leeds because it was interesting what they were doing in the first half is that when I ha- when we had the ball at the back, they wouldn't go anywhere near us. As soon as the midfielders got it, they pounced on us. And I think they kind of sensed the fact that we were tired because we had a really intense game against Liverpool. Xhaka played half an hour against Bodo Glimt. Um... And you know who else? Number, Odegaard, five, Odegaard, number five went came in yeah, as well. Odegaard started against Bodo Glimt as well. Played as the third game, and I week. think people don't, didn't realize that we we actually didn't come back on Thursday. We came back on Friday, yeah, and um, and then we had to travel up on Saturday. So there was not a lot of time. Yeah, they, I don't mm-hmm. think they had any training sessions. They just played or even like one of those recuperation sessions. They yeah. didn't have that either. So so the players were very leggy. I like the, what I what I like about firstly. I, that midfield three can compete against many other in the, many in the league. Uh, with uh, Adams, Rocker, and um, and Aronson, they've got Richie. I all really the like Aronson, man. Rocker is unbelievable. Aronson like is he's he honestly he can do he could do the pressing role. He can do the box to box. He can spray passes. He can get in the box. Like he was a menace the whole game. Um, where did they get it from? Bayern Munich is it? Rocker. I don't know where did they get Rocker from. I don't know. Well, someone's got to find out because bro, that isn't that is that is a serious player. Um, and what I also liked as well is that they they didn't really use their width that much. I mean, sometimes the fullbacks will go forward, but not really that much. So they tucked in, and then they did what Arsenal sort of do this season yeah, as well in the fact minute. that in the fact that they they overloaded our midfield, and we almost like because Odegaard stayed quite high up, so we almost had two in number five and and Jaka against their five with Sinistera and who's the other winger? Um, so Aronson Sinistera. Oh, I've Rodrigo, where's Rodrigo? Oh, playing, up top? playing up front. He got taken off at half time for Bamford. Can't remember. Who's the other winger? That's not that deep. But yeah, yeah, they, yeah they had five guys. Yeah, essentially going up against our two centre midfielders. And then obviously Bamford, when he came on, I thought he made a major difference. Yeah, like, he did. He yeah. really was. They had a focal point. Yeah, and he's one, like, if he can stay fit, which is. Because a couple of years ago, it was between him and Ollie Watkins in DCL who was going to be the backup to Kane. Yeah. Now, since then, Tammy's been about, Rashford's back, you got Ivan Tony. All of those guys are. Ivan Tony's the game. undisputed number two to Harry Kane. I don't. So I'm you've got, not you've, hearing got you've got you've got all of those like long since forgotten. And Bamford is because of his injuries. Because that year, I think him and DCL both hit like 17 league goals, and he was doing. And that was Leeds' first mm-hmm. season in the Premier League, and they were slapping teams in it. So I like honestly the the transformation in this Leeds team is crazy because they sold a lot. They sold their two best players. They got rid of a lot of guys like obviously rubbish like Dan James and all that nonsense. <laughs> and then they brought in three excellent midfielders. They brought in a couple of Sinister, decent I like defenders. Sinister. Yeah, talent ID was on point. Decent, decent, that decent defenders like that. Christensen is very good. Like he's mm. a good up and down. He's been one of the best right backs in the league this season, in my opinion. You got improvement from the likes of Strauch. And cock and all that stuff like that. They all deep. Sorry, we're so. I don't know why I love. You guys are children. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help that one. Yeah, and then um, that, I think just if Bamford can get back and stay fit. And the thing is, he, he's taking in it. So like when when the ball was coming up to him, he was he was really neat in what he was doing. Yeah, and, exactly. and like he was causing lots of problems with like Saliba. Saliba had to dive in a couple of times. So let's just talk about mm. the decisions. Let's start. With so the let's start one. with the first one. So the first one that led to the penalty. 
it's a it's 100% handball 100% penalty the problem is is that if you're going to be consistent with everything that's happened this season they need to count the offside that happened before it was right it. in front of the linesman it was right well. front, but that linesman had a horrible game yeah. because the very next we'll incident, get on to that in a second I want to mention something but yeah, yeah. go on go on but like what annoyed me obviously that was the annoying part in the fact that clearly it was uh, it was offside. He's right in front of the referee. And then what they should have done as well, if they if they're looking at that decision on VAR, they should have gone back and clearly saw there was an offside as well. That being so said, justice, moving on, yeah, just, it's justice. very every. This is what annoys me about VAR is they don't want to overrule their mate's decision. So in this situation, the ref didn't give it. They told the ref to go to the monitor. Oh, no. So they want to give him the opportunity to correct his own mistake. That, be, that being said, yeah, what the F is the point of VAR if you're not going to correct it? Because everyone, everyone could see, even Saliba, that it hit his hand. So if, you, if you're in VAR room, you're in Stockley Park, and you see, you've watched it, why don't you just make the decision saying yeah, it's, it's a, a pen? Why does the referee need to go you to the You have to wait the same. six I, minutes. I guess <laughs> it's, it's uh, listen, first of all, let me just hit you with the caveat that is, I agree, it's a fat waste of time when they, when the, it's so clear, um, but they still send ref over to the monitor but I kind of understand why because the ref's the one who's ref in that game is in the thick of it and the ref's the only one in that moment who can just take away VAR um, then in that case what's the word no because how are you going to send the ref to the monitor then <laughs> well what's the they do they make decisions all the time as well like by why does the ref need to no because the, the, the VAR will um, nah, obviously the, with the VAR will uh, listen I'm not a massive fan of VAR but the VAR will make the decision for the ref if it's offside mm-hmm uh, but outside of that, you saw it in the city game. If it's a if it's a foul or if it's a handball, if it's a con- contentious handball, they'll send the ref to the monitor because this was a contentious handball. Me, listen, I have to. I haven't seen it, but it's clear. But from fair enough. But I just think they they leave it in the hands of the ref who's Only been refing when that it's game. A decision and they can when it's a contentious decision. <clears throat> that's the point I'm making. I'm thinking more time now. When I see the ref walk into the monitor. I know it's there's a little pretty bit. Pretty much, we know exactly. Know, yeah, but that's no. why. Like, sorry, just quickly. Yeah. Do you remember when that Australian referee, what's his name, the one who's in the Premier League now, is terrible? Yeah, but yeah, you um, know, about to say he's been when he did that, when he did the BT Sport <laughs> thing, there was one moment specifically I remember. That, and it was very telling. Obviously, they do, might do it different in Australia than here. And he said, "Should I go over to the monitor to sell it a little bit more?" That's what he said. On BT Sport? On BT, when he, when he was mic'd up, he goes, "I can come over and look at it to sell it a bit more," because the guy was telling him in his ear. The, that's a decision to make because I can come over and sell it a little I think more. It's, it's to show the benefit it's like it, oh this actually works but you don't need it for situations mm. like this I think it's, so all, it's just all about say, it's all about saying look the ref's the one who's in charge here the, ref, the final call is the ref's and I think that's what it boils well, down I, to do you know what I just think it's, it's okay as a human being yeah. to make a mistake we all Agreed. make mistakes. Like referees I could list you make five mistakes I've made today in like one day. You make loads. I'm not gonna get into. Can that. I just say quickly? Yeah, um, that I get that, but like, he's the idiot who missed it. But that's so, what I'm. That's what I'm saying. He, so it's okay to have someone. That's why you have your fourth officials. That's why you have. What your if he's hard headed? What if he's hard headed? He said no. I don't care. I didn't <laughs> these these no. fourth, the fourth officials are equally as bad. Yeah, they're um, equally as bad. But what I'm saying is like, if it's okay to have a linesman. And then a fourth official to tell you yeah. something that you've missed. Why is it not okay to have someone in a video room who's watching it say, bro, you've made a mistake. That's the whole point. I thought they were there to keep them accountable. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. You And also you guys in Stockley Park, you're meant to have like more authority. Say, 
Yo, this is the decision. That's it. And they'll stop wasting time for him going to... Know, Everyone I, could see it, bro. I agree. Even, I, even when they hit Saliba's hand, he was like, oh, come on, man. I'm yeah, done, man. Even, <laughs> even Saliba was like, he was done with no, it. No, I do agree. But like I said, uh, and I'm not even... I'm actually not defending VAR. You kind of are, though. But, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. But yeah. the, what, the, what the VAR, what the guys in Stockley Park will do is, like I said, for the offsides, where it's not even a referee's decision anyway, where it's either offside or it's not. They'll yeah. tell the ref that's offside or that's onside. But yeah, with, yeah. with these other decisions... It boils down to how do you like how do you view that? But they're also refs as well. Okay, but they're not ref in that particular game, and that's why I think it goes back down to the ref who's on the pitch I, to I, say. I think when it's contentious, you leave it to the on. I get ref. it. How do you view it? But even Sadiba might as well have said, "Go on, Bamford, just just have the pen." I hear it. I hear <laughs> exactly, it. Yeah. I, I'd be Saliba, equally Saliba, as frustrated as yeah, you. Yeah, he, he might as well just picked up the ball in the in the. In the, in the, in the <laughs> but the, what you said, the reaction that he gave, like as soon as he handballed, he was like, yeah. "Oh my god." Well, yeah, but anyway, that was the first one. And I think it was justice served that we didn't concede that, yeah. although Leeds probably d- deserved to score. Yeah. Um, but the second one is, a is outrageous. Is a disgrace. And, and that linesman, he should be, he needs to go League One because that was League One antics. And he. he, he <laughs> Don't disrespect League One with that level ref. Bro. My goodness me, man. Now, how, <laughs> I honestly think at that moment he thought, let me make it entertaining. Isn't, isn't, let, bro, me, let me add some drama. It's 91 it. minutes in, yeah. I don't need that kind of entertainment. I'm already stressed. Mm. And then, so uh, what I'm seeing is it was clearly Bamford um, mm. pushing um, Gabriel. Yeah. Gabriel's a bit of an idiot. He's We're, too emotional. Why is he flailing him. his leg? I honestly think, but, yeah, I honestly think that obviously it was, it was never a penalty, but I genuinely think Gabriel probably should have been turned off as well. Because at the end of the day, he didn't stop him kicking out. If the if the game's dead and you kick out, you're still going to get a red card. I remember Vieira got sent off for doing that to Van Nistelrooy. He didn't, yeah, make, yeah. Con- he didn't make connection. But still, like that's violent conduct. So Gabriel is very lucky that the referee overturned it, which goes to show that the referee is completely stupid and <laughs> <laughs> so I, I agree. He kicked out, and you know, you gave him a red card originally, but then you looked at it again you, in slow motion. You can see he still kicked out, and then you went and decided. I agree. I just think happened. at that point, where both players like Bamford's horrific acting, yeah, I think both deserve, got what they deserved in the, in the yellow card, and because, bro, like, what was Bamford doing? Yeah, he clear, it's cl- you can clearly see the motion of a push, yeah, and then and then you go down like that. Just Gabriel, he's too emotional for me at times. Oh, but, uh, that being said, yeah, I thought he was outstanding. No, he, that was, was his like, best game this in season a, in a while. Yeah, he really so many times like not even just the blocks and the tackles and the headers, but it was like so many times uh, they tried to get a ball in behind. He'd usher a play out of it. He uses strength, uses body well. When he goes up against a sort of well, I don't know, I wouldn't say Bamford's a physical striker, but he's quite tall. He likes he likes that battle. If he knows he's going to get into a physical battle, which Bamford came on and he thought like you know okay cool I can try and put put it on him a little bit because when it's a lone striker, a lot of the time strikers they think I'm not going to try it with Saliba because he's the the, the 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 picture of calmness. I'll go against Gabriel. He's a little bit more jittery, and then Gabriel he liked that battle as well. So I really thought he was an out, he had an outstanding game. But that being said, he can actually put a detriment to us as well because. Mate, if he gets, if he, if like for example, if he gets sent off and then we have a bunch of, we're not, we're not far away from holding coming on. Which <laughs> I mean, holding, holding, he did come on, on, but that's only literally when we want to do. Um, the Who, he's he's your third choice centre back, no, right? No, 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 he's oh, fourth. Uh, well, we've got Ben White. Oh, you got Ben White, back, of course, and, and Tommy Asu as well. Yeah, so yeah. 
Uh, he's fifth choice, essentially. No, but in like, terms of actual genuine, I guess Ben White's an actual centre back. To yeah. be fair, he's so, so he's fourth, yeah, yeah. basically, essentially. But like he he comes on usually when we want to do the the five, the, the five <laughs> in the back, yeah, in, yeah. and then like a defend deep in it sort of thing. Um, I, thought, I honestly think I, I'm very worried because our players look very tired. Yeah, I, I actually January think I I, I really think it's a mistake when I look at your lineups in the Europa League. Mm. It's crazy. I always think I know I look at that and I know so uh, this. The game just recently, it was just Saliba. The game before that, it was Gabriel. So I know he's only playing like yeah. one a cut like here and there, but you've got like Odegaard starting. If Saka doesn't start, Martinelli will start. Saka started this game. And yeah. I just think uh, these Thursday night games where you know pretty much you're going to win that group, yeah. it's a really good chance for you actually to give a couple of other players a game. I'm not going to lie. And if you're worried about certain players getting injured, your Sakas, yeah. your Martinelli's, your Salibas. I just wouldn't play him on those I'm Thursday not, nights, especially in these last two two or three group I'm games. Not, that I'm, you've not, got. I'm not going to lie. Actually Maybe PSV, well. but after that, I'm not going to lie. I think if we played a weaker team against Bodo Glimt, I think we would have lost. That oh game. Yeah, yeah. No, listen, they, that, that's, they I hear that. Yeah, that, that, I'm this not. I'm not even. Quality, yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. even to say. Not even to say like you should um, underestimate the teams you come up against, but you're gonna you're gonna get through that group, and you're going so strong in the Prem that the Prem has to be. I tunnel, think, I think, what, vision I think the main thing that he wants to avoid is the round of 32. Yeah, exactly. In the Europa yeah. League, you have he's that the random game in the middle, oh, yeah. the qualifying game. So, so we can have that that week off. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. fair. He that's wants fair. to win the group ASAP. You know? So yeah. just quickly we're back then. Back to back PSV now. Yeah, yeah. So, so I think if we beat PSV, that's ten. That's twelve points, yeah. and I think that's done. Yeah, yeah. So just quickly, just to end this, and then we'll we'll start to cover some of the other games. So and let me finish as well. Um, so four points clear of City. This is the first time I've come here and I'll actually openly say I think you are in a title race. But, 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 let me finish, let me finish, let me finish, let me finish. With the caveat that, now you guys know this, you won't know this is as good as me because I've been there uh, season after season. To compete with this Man City team and win the title, you have to be hitting 90 plus points. So it's whether you can sustain this over the course of the next two thirds of the season. Mm -hmm. um, we'll see. But right now, as of right now, you're in that race. Uh, and I think top four is boxed off for you. Oh, Magic. But what, what do you think though? Because I, that, that, outside from the fact that I think you're in the race and I, I really feel like top four is, it's not done, but you've got created such a gap there that if you fumble that bag, then yeah, yeah, we don't deserve it. You just don't deserve it. But the title thing, I how are you feeling about that? Because it's gonna have to be very high eighties yeah, yeah, yeah. or no, no, low no, no, to mid nineties. I think nineties is the minimum to be. And I just can't yeah. see this, despite how good you've been this season. You're just a very young team, yeah. early on in that Arteta phase. Well, early on in this new yeah. dimension of that Arteta phase, and it's a I just squad. can't. No matter how impressive you've been, I just can't see you hitting ninety points. Is the that fair? Is, is it, yeah, no, I, I agree. Well, I think it's a it's a thin I squad can't as see well. Hitting, I can't see us hitting ninety points because We're I think we're gonna get one hundred eleven. <laughs> since I said that, since I said one hundred eleven points, I adjusted. Obviously, after we lost to Man United, I said one hundred eleven points. We haven't dropped a single point, so I think I've got merit in saying that. Um, on top of that, as well. Like I said, I think we're both very shook, still very shook, because the the the, <laughs> I think the fear of failure over overrides the the possibility <laughs> yeah, yeah. of success in it. So um, we obviously we got badly hurt last year as well. Um, that being said, like I think no injuries, I think we, we can be up top two, top three. I genuinely do think that, but that's the thing. No injuries is a very is a luxury. Um, we've got players in key areas that we rely on that are so important to the way we play um, and we need them firing as well. 
Um, I think January is so so massive for it us. Like, if, it, more massive than anything like we ever. It's had a bit, in a bit long time. and I've heard. I've not. I've not. I haven't heard. I've read that he will get back in. Well, he needs to. That's the thing. I think uh, one 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 other thing as well. Like even in these playing these Europa League games, we wouldn't have to play the likes of Xhaka if someone like Elneny was fit. Like even El Nenny, we're not even the massive fans of El Nenny, but just generally like having to play him in 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 the Europa League games and not having to play Xhaka and also agree. having ESR available and not having yeah. to play the likes of Martinelli or so. If they were fit and Zinchenko as well, like if we had those guys fit, those are our three major injuries right now. If we had those guys fit, then we would be able to get to January, which we still need a centre mid and a winger. Badly. Well, well, just to add some context, to get to January, we only need it's only um, six games. Yeah, well, yeah, six yeah. league games. Um, but also free got, Europa League. Also yeah. got the, um, a little thing in between called a World Cup. Yeah, no, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> um, okay, so to answer Mark's question, I'm, I'm not deluding myself to think that we're going to win the league, but I did read something. Um, so there's 28 games left of the of the season. We're only 10 games in. But if we were to win 18 points, uh, um, 18 games, that would take us to 81 points, which 18 games out of 28 is, is feasible. Oh, damn, yeah. And I think that would 100% like guarantee us top four. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. top four, so, you I need about 70, 72 points. Yeah, yeah. So, but, but, but 81 solidifies yeah. it and we don't have to worry. We don't have any last day thing. And that's 18 games of the next 28. Of course. And so, what, I think so what did you finish on last season? 69. Yeah. 69. So, yeah, you're looking, I'd say anything from 72 upwards, you're probably just about sure of top four. I think sure quality now, four. we've got six teams who are all going for it. I think we need a minimum of 75 points, I'd say. But to but, get top four, which I think you're, one, you, I think. you think you're on what twenty seven after ten. Yeah, amazing. Um, again, this isn't. I, I think you guys have been so good this season, but I don't personally think that's sustainable. I don't think mm. you'll win nine of the next ten. But it's a start that sets you up because we're ten. We're ten because you're gonna win ten. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. But I do it's think a start that sets you up so well. As in, I think I read it's your best start in ever. Yeah, ever. in the Premier League. Yeah, so it's the best well, start the since flight. best start since 1903. Mad, didn't it? I thought it was 1909. So you remember 1903? Yeah, but not Rangers. That Franco. year, that year, uh, that year was a good year. You know, like remember? Um, <laughs> oh, get like, out. Of here. No, no. Um, but honestly, like even looking at okay, so just bef uh, before the World Cup. Removing the the Carabao Cup and the um, Europa League games, we've got Southampton next away from home. We've got Nottingham Southampton. Forest at home. So we got Chelsea. then we got Chelsea away, and then we got Wolves. And I honestly think we should be looking at those four games and getting three points from. I know. Yeah, Chelsea yeah, will I, I don't. A I don't disagree. Game, yeah, uh, that Chelsea game will go. It can go either way. Yeah. The other three, on paper and looking at form, you should. We Absolutely, know. and and Saliba will slap up Aubameyang in his <laughs> shit hairline as well. What are you What are you not going to do if Aubameyang scores and busts a little flip on your head top? Bro, he's not going to do that. I'm just here to ask the questions, man. He, he, he's 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 one of those guys. Yeah, he'll either one be respectful or two he'll go up to Arteta line and do signing. <laughs> the, the, the 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 positive about the Chelsea game is unfortunately for England, but fortunately for us, is Rhys James. Will be out. Yeah, so yeah. there I you go. That's 90% of this. It's true. I'm actually, I'm genuinely, as as someone who was really looking forward to that game, uh, and I think, I think it would have come at a very good time just in terms of entertainment, gutted that the Arsenal City game isn't going ahead on Wednesday oh, yeah. night. Uh, really good. That would have been actually. crazy. <laughs> but does that mean you've got to play them twice after the World Cup? Yeah. Probably, yeah. So that, that sets us up for an interesting couple of games. But honestly, that would have been. 
A would have been very good for you off the back of them just letting it all go at Anfield, like really putting in a shift. Um, it would have been one of the best times to play them. Obviously, they would have been looking for a reaction, but B... They would I have just, been at the Emirates as well. I just, yeah, I really wanted to see that game. So Mate, we yeah. slap up everyone at the Emirates, man. The only thing is, is that I know the media keeps saying, oh, the post-World Cup run is really tough. We've got West Ham, we've got Newcastle, we've got United. But they, they've all got us. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I saw the eight games that City have after the World Cup include Spurs, Chelsea, Man United... Um, Newcastle away uh, No not Newcastle away uh, they had, They've got really tough fixtures it, Yeah Because yeah. ours, ours are finally Starting to open up a little bit And uh, listen I know this sounds desperate But if we win our game in hand We're only seven points Off of City And you think about How bad we've been this season I've That's not actually disastrous mm. So on It's not great but It's yeah, on yeah. Boxing Day They've got Leeds away Which we've just seen Is a tough game But I know that They like to box up um, Leeds Then they got Everton they got Chelsea away, Man United away, then they got Wolves, and then they've got Tottenham away. The thing is, Junior, oh, hey. is that they're, right. be- they're better than these teams. <laughs> and no, I know that they are better, but uh. they, but the Barclays is a tough place. Yeah. So like, they drew three three with Newcastle. They drew with Aston Villa. So it's not like they're completely mm. impenetrable. One, one team that was missing from that list um, in terms of tough fixtures was Arsenal. So, um, but that hasn't us, been that hasn't actually been scheduled yet, has it? Well, no, no but eventually they're gonna have to play. Us well, I was gonna say, I I bet money they're gonna wait to the last minute. It's like the North London derby; they're gonna wait to the last minute, last best available minute to 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 make that one yeah. happen. But anyway, mm. let's uh, let's move on. So, are you ready to admit we're the best team in the league? I don't think you're the best. Team. I don't. I don't think you can wipe out five years of form for ten games worth of form. I don't. We're think not you're talking the best about that. We're talking league. about this season, bro. It's cute though that you got your little 13 points in it. Level and points. Don't worry now, about right? us, Abdi. Don't level, worry level about us. 11 points of Bournemouth. He slapped up 9 0. Dav managed. Why are you coming for me, bro? I'm just okay. here. I'm, I'm not coming for you, but do you know what's funny is that since Liverpool um, slapped up Bournemouth, they've actually been unbeaten. Yeah, They're the only, only team to go unbeaten in that time. You've actually got to give them credit for that. Absolutely. Big, big credit. What's his name? Gary O'Neill. Gary O'Neill, yeah. He's doing a fantastic job. West Ham and all that. Yeah, Portsmouth as well. Solanke bringing it back. I always knew. Obviously, he was doing bits in the championship, but he's definitely a quality player. Oh, just quickly. I I don't know if we're going to cover this game later on, but uh, uh, talking about bad decisions... Bro, did you see that penalty on Bournemouth? Was it Fredericks? Yeah, that was a hundred... Oh, what are they looking at? The guy would have done worse if he got a gun out and shot him in the face. (laughs) He got pulled back and... the and most stonewall penalty but I've ever do you know seen. what's the worst is in the second half Lerma gets pulled down by Mitrovic Mate. and they give a penalty what was the other there was another bad decision as well sorry oh well in the main night game we'll get to him yeah, yeah. so um, let's talk about Spurs I know Tanya's not here but I just have to say I was saying it to Mark earlier I hate watching Spurs I hate it Honestly, they it's, are it's the like most what? boring top drink six pay. team I've <laughs> ever seen it's, it's just bro like they are a detriment to football like watching them mm. is like anti-football it's mm. literally how can you go into a game with like with harry kane son and all these guys and you play so <laughs> but let's let's just be fair right let's add the caveat that points wise yeah they're looking pretty positive uh and if you if you take away all of the context and just look at the premier league table if you're a spurs fan you'd be pretty happy other than seeing arsenal win first but you'd be happy in terms of points um, that's removing all context but bring the context back in and I, I completely you, I agree with you guys Tanya <laughs> no of course but if, if, if you were to show Tanya that Premier League table yeah. now 
And if you had asked her at the start of the season where she, she thought they would have been after 10 games, I yeah, guarantee you it's looking better than yeah. what she would have thought. But yeah, you know what? She's quite pessimistic. And, and the thing is, is that she's been proven right because she's been asking for Conte to play free in midfield. They start the game with um, without free in midfield, with the two in midfield, and they were woeful. They were absolutely... I, I hate Everton, Damari Gray and Onana for missing those big chances. But as soon as uh, Richarlison got injured and they brought on Bissouma and... Got free in midfield. The whole game. They look so much. They're still horrible to watch, but mm. they were so much better because they actually dominated that game afterwards. Everton did nothing, mm. and it was clear. The, the are you a bit raw. I just went <laughs> you, so. You Do you know what? I tried so hard, yeah, <laughs> to bring some pro, like to pronounce o- that, but Od- forget Odberg. <laughs> Odberg. <laughs> um, he, you could see it when he scored. Um, he wasn't pushing forward like that earlier on in the game, mm. and it's that added security of knowing that Basuma's sitting. Mm. And if I push forward uh, and well, hopefully, um, well, hopefully try and Emerson, get on the end of Emerson a couple of crosses, soon, it? it's, then, still, it's still terrible. Dart, listen, Darty had a great game. Right. I, I, I really don't football. think Emerson comes back into that no, team. He does. He plays every Champions League game. I don't think he does, man. I think he does. I think, I I think, with, think um, he does. With, uh, with Tottenham, I think when I'm watching them, like you said, Junior is so boring, yeah? The only time the game literally livens up is when the ball comes at Harry Kane's feet. And it's actually unfair on Harry Kane. Like, literally, he has to actually be the entertainer in the team. He has to be the Neymar. He has to be the, everything. The, the creator, the entertainer, the, the goal scorer. They the should di- change that badge. We'll get on to that, Pen, because yeah, I'm with you. He, 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 they should change the badge to, instead of the chicken, and just Harry Kane's Harry, Kane, Harry Kane standing on top of the basketball. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you oh, guys think about... Out, what Bro, did you, I'm, right, sick of tired of, I'm sick of tired of Kane diving. And it just goes... The, the, annoying, the annoying thing is... Right, well, it's not annoying, but... that. There was, con- first of all, first of all, Pickford's had a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, yes. He should have just, shot was simple enough. That's uh, any one. top level keeper would just be claiming that, clutching it into their chest, getting on with the game. Mm-hmm. Um, he's completely let out. Uh, he's completely fumbled the bag there mm-hmm. um, and created that whole opportunity, the penalty opportunity for Spurs. But I just think with Harry Kane, I know there was contact, but he's, He's already halfway down before there's even a touch. No, that's not a penalty. It's called engineering contact. It's it? exactly that. And I, I said it, I was watching that game live and I said, if this is, if this is a pen, then... Yeah. On match of the day, they had them, <laughs> them idiots, Harry Kane, <laughs> on match of the day, those idiots actually had the nerve to say that it was a stonewall penalty. You know it wasn't a stonewall pen. I'm not with that. I, I, I'm really I not with that. I hate watching English pundits nowadays. Oh all they God. do is defend the referees. It's almost like they've been given a direction. They don't, probably don't, have. Don't chat Don't chat too much about They the probably referees. have. And, and one of them is like, Kane is the referee's favourite, so don't chat about him. Yeah. Because that was not a stonewall Danny pen. Danny Murphy's the worst man. He's so sick. It makes me sick. My goodness. Like, I've never seen such a blatant he dive. Does, he does it all the time as well. He's always and, like throwing himself. That's, but that's why... I'd, Give him credit where it's due, and it's not like he's a great diver. He's a great con artist. He's very, he's clever, right? Mm. You said you perfect phrasing earlier in terms of engineering contact. He knew that that situation that unfolded, unfolded. He understood that he could make that happen before it happened. So it's it's very clever, Uh, and you have to be a clever player. He's one of the best strikers in the world. That's clear. Not taking that away from him, but. Yeah, for me, he was already going down before there was contact. He knew the contact would come if he went down, and it came. But it was a good finish from Hodgeberg, innit? Morpé is just terrible, innit? I watched that game, and I I honestly thought out of all the strikers out there, what made Everton go for this guy? He makes me sick, man. They could have gone for literally anybody else. But to to, to be fair, though, to be fair, (laughs) yeah. athletic black guys around the team, (laughs) man. To be fair, um, Everton were... 
not playing to his strengths at all. Like yeah. there was play, what, it was long ball after it, long ball. <laughs> I, just, I guess ball into feet and then let him let him play from there. But they, it was long ball, long. Like, he's not beating Dyer. He's not no, beating no, Romero. He's not beating he, none he of these lot in here. No, but I'm still angry at, at Damari Gray and Onana. Oh, yeah, Onana, he man, he's so athletic, but he's got sometimes he's got no brain. But Damari Gray, why is he? Why do you lift it? I just don't get it. Like uh, the minimum there is, is hit the did? target. Who was it? He did. Was it Perisic? No, someone. No, it was Dyer. It was Dyer, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like that's what I'm saying. Like. You have to at least hit the target. Yeah. Like in that situation, uh, it's just a let off, isn't and, it? And uh, McNeil had a Hall of Shame performance yeah. as well. He, he's he's been. He, yeah, been he was out here playing left wing, but yeah, he wouldn't have played if Gordon was available. Yeah. Him, so. Um. But you have to. I know they didn't win, and they haven't won in the last two. But you have to give credit to um Everton and Frank Lampard for like the way that they've been. Like mm. they've been more solid. They're not leaking goals. They. They they structured they they look like they have gelled. It, it looks like yeah. a lot better situation than last season. I agree. Particular credit to Cody and Tarkovsky. Yeah. They were. I know. I know they conceded too, but outside yeah. of the goals, they were really solid. Uh, yeah. They've struck up a good partnership, Mikhail which has surprised me because I was I was one of the ones who thought Connor Cody couldn't do it in a back four, yeah, but back he's four, come yeah. in and, and he's performing. But, you know, you, you they say were about rubbish the, in a back three as well. You, you say about the the goals they conceded. I mean, one was a pen. What, what can you do? Dive, and then, and yeah, the second, yeah. One, yeah, and the second one was a shot from outside the box, which Iwobi probably could have closed down better. But yeah, yeah Mikalenko, I didn't think he was a decent defender. But no, last season when he was introduced, he was woeful. Yeah, yeah. But um, he's improved. You got to have you got to give players time, man. That's what I always say. You have to give players time. Shame, Seamus Coleman, still the longest. Oh my god, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't play if Patterson was fit. There, there was Coleman. moments in that game I was like. You could tell Coleman should retire. Mm. <laughs> it's man's, just... gonna, man's gonna retire because a fake Cucurella told him to. <laughs> <laughs> wow! But listen, both of you just just cover your ears because you won't want to hear this. But I just gotta give Spurs the credit <laughs> for. <laughs> Sorry, I knew. But listen, we've got to be fair and impartial. You have to give Spurs credit for essentially playing terrible and picking up three points. Terrorism football. Well, my silence, you both, yeah. The Bruno Fernandes. Right? <laughs> Terrorist football, man. I hate it. Conte, oh. Fernandes, put him in jail. Anyway. War, war crimes. <laughs> war crimes. Um, let's move on to... Um, let's See how talk just talking about Tottenham brings down the mood. I actually anyway, get physically unwell when I think about Tottenham <laughs> and watching Mark, them. Mark had a spring in his step. The springs sprung out. I don't know. Watching Tottenham actually put me to sleep. That was crazy. It was awful, man. It was such a... Anyway. Um, so Chelsea, um, I just want to talk about one thing in this Chelsea game, Tyrone Mings. He actually he he makes me sick. Like like like. Tottenham. I think he makes himself sick. What did you see the 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 still image of when he passes it back to Mount and he mm. just stood there like yeah, yeah with his mouth open like <laughs> what have I done? What's wrong with me? Well, I did this. <laughs> he needs to go back to selling yards and flats, man. <laughs> I can't watch that anymore, man. Go back to selling yards and flats. No, I, uh, I, I thought you were going to say something worse than that. Go back to <laughs> <laughs> oh, chill, brother. <laughs> no. Um, oh, my days. Mings, he makes me sick, man. I don't know if that was like the worst type of header you could have done, man. Literally, any, if he headed it straight in the air, it would have been way less. Like, Is this Kepa's remontada? Bro, listen, yeah, I, as enthusiastic as Abdi gave, it is can't even lie. Bro, man. made some great saves, that triple save. Yeah, I know, it's outrageous. Isn't I don't it? know what Danny Ings was thinking though. Like he clearly was standing offside. He was standing behind <laughs> Kepper, and he tried, he tried the shot as well. But still, like um, the set, the 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 save from 
there was who was it? Who shot? Someone shot first, and then it was um, uh, Jacob Ramsey had a low shot. That was a great save. Was, and then obviously he from point blank he saved from Danny Ings. But there was the other one, the header. Yeah, bro, wait, yeah. that was an outstanding save. And it's actually weird because we never thought we'd ever see Kepa back in the team, especially with Mendy, his form for the first couple of years. But Mendy stunk it out, and then Graham Porter said. I'm not. I'm not like if if you're going to continue like this. I don't know. Maybe Graham Potter likes Spanish goalkeepers because he had Robert <laughs> Sanchez in it. But well, Graham but, Potter plays a style of football where you need your keeper to be able to play football as well. Yeah. And let's yeah, be honest, obviously Mendy, Mendy shown you that. can't do that in it. So, so what? So is that is is that it for Mendy? We never. We don't know, man. But like with, in Kepa in this form, he's not going to get. I back think into it team. is. I think it might be. what is that? Five hundred shot for Kepa now in terms of yeah. starts. Yeah. Um, Chelsea. Mendy's what, fit how as many well. clean sheets Chelsea had recently? Yeah. It's true. Most of those yeah. five starts. Think, exactly, yeah. So I think all of all them. Maybe, of them yeah. maybe even all of them. I think all um, of them. Got to give Graham Potter credit. No, I, I don't think any of us kind of sat here and said he'd go into Chelsea and flop. But I think he is. He's exceeded our expectations. He's exceeded expectations. In terms of the time frame, yeah. it hasn't even been long yet, and they're looking they're much up. better. They're looking much, much better. They're creeping up on the table. Do you think um, uh, Graham Potter is a little bit influenced by Sean Dyche? <laughs> and the reason I say that is because he just brought in a bunch of British players. So you look at their starting 11 now Chilwell, Sterling, Loftus Cheek, Mount, uh, Conor Gallagher in and out. So is he a little bit Brexit? Um, Graham Potter. No, if, Graham you Potter. At, if you look at Brian, <laughs> Brian was. Uh, well, Junior, I was joking. <laughs> I mean, his his whole face the whole time was like, "No, how am I gonna break? How am I gonna ruin this point?" Junior says a joke. No, I wasn't trying to ruin the point. I was nah. just really trying to see what you're right, going. Talk amongst yourself and delete the last whole two. Anyway, two Man United <laughs> versus Newcastle. Um, oh no, we're not gonna talk about the free kick. Emmy Martinez, what is his position for that? It made it look so much better than what it was. Like I don't know, Emmy Martinez. The lights have got to be on him because he's been a bit shocking this season as well. And yeah, Aston Villa has, generally. Yeah, yeah. That's why I hated the fact that the game was playing because Aston Villa they are so boring. They are boring. So, so many of their games. Like you talked about earlier, what game was it? Tell you what, when was it the game against Leeds or when United or, versus no, no, yeah, it was Southampton. against Southampton. Yeah, yeah. The worst game in the history. Oh, of I tell you what, you see that? <laughs> get someone get on. Whenever Spurs Villa is, remind me to. <laughs> It's not happening. It's not <laughs> happening. Can I just say as well, uh, the spotlight needs to be on Martinez, but the spotlight needs to be on Steven Gerrard because he's yeah, thinking. Yeah, it's not looking good. There was an article that just come out in the Telegraph. This is legit and official. Um, so legit, legit and official. Legit and official. No wait. Can't be one or the other. It's got to be both. Um, <laughs> and it was essentially he's got a couple of games. They'll give him a couple more games and see where they're at. Um, and if not, they're going to try and tempt Poch. Poch. That would be no, not Big Sam. Oh, come on. <laughs> um, Big Sam talking to Coutinho. I think, I think the major issue for Jared is that he's trying to play the same way he was playing at Rangers in the in the Scottish League mm. in the Premier League with Aston Villa. He tried to change it a little bit against Chelsea. That like, I just it, it's not it's it's, it's obviously not working for him. Um, but he tried to change it a little bit against Chelsea and went with both Ings and Watkins. Yeah, um, he's been a bit I, stubborn. I genuinely don't think it can work. If if Ings and Watkins were combined into one player. Mm. They'd be a top striker, but playing them together is just not working because yeah. you end up playing one on the wing, <clears throat> and also um, Ings doesn't have the all-round play that Watkins does, and Watkins doesn't have the instincts in the goal-scoring instincts that Ings does. He has all the work rate. But they've got an issue right now. I genuinely think yeah, and I, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't know why they got rid of Bertrand Traore because I thought he was a nice finisher. I thought maybe he can even play as a striker. I as don't well, think Gerrard ever rated him. Yeah, but like what Bailey and if you look at their team now, if they have a I don't know, one of, one of Ings and Watkins with Bailey, Coutinho, Buendia behind. That's, most teams will love that. But like, or Jacob Ramsey, for example, who knows? But like, Can I just say, um, Villa and Leicester fans, 
were saying was were, they were two gas saying that they were gonna propel above and mm. Arsenal were gonna go down. Can I just say <laughs> that both of them are in a relegation? I've got scrap. two words for all of you guys. Hold that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right, Man United versus Newcastle was just as boring as any Spurs-Villa game could be. Um, There was one incident in there, which we'll talk about. There was another thing that I wanted to ask you guys. Did you see Ronaldo try? (laughs) Did you see Ronaldo's... Oh, that actually actually should have been a goal. Oh, I did see that. Sorry, yeah, I did see that. Slightly should have, but he wasn't actually taking the free kick. He was just moving the ball into a position. No, but the referee blew the whistle and then he... Yeah. What was the actual reasoning for them ruling that out? They, the referee had his hand in the apparently. Yeah, yeah I didn't. But like, um, it was lovely. I watched watched all of them <laughs> run to the referee. I said it was lovely. I watched all of them run to the referee and complaining. Like a whole eleven. Well, the only player back there was De Gea. De Gea, by the way, apparently he's played five hundred times for Man United. That is wild. That is wow. wild to think. He joined about. when he was like eighteen. He was crazy though. Like, but yeah, um, uh, just all of them because like Bruno and Dalo and Ronaldo and all that. Watching them doing the coordinate. They all did a coordinate press on the referee. <laughs> what who was, who was the trigger? Who was the trigger? <laughs> Ronaldo. Ronaldo. It was, that was the only time they've ever the, pressed. What they should have done yet was was uh, just beat him up. Honestly, like imagine that they're all gang. Like it was a gang beating. They smashed him up and they like start stamping on the him. The initiation. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's... One by one. The <laughs> initiation. <laughs> Joe Linto definitely should have scored in the first half. The header on the bar and then the, the, from the follow-up, he had to put it but in. But Callum well. Wilson should have had a pen. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah Stonewall yeah, yeah, yeah. pen. If there's a Stonewall pen, that's a Stonewall pen. And But also, I think Sancho should have had a pen as well. I didn't see that. The, it was later on in the half, as, well, in the second half, I think. Sancho cut in. And the guy tripped him. That should have been a pen as well. So it just goes to show it doesn't matter if it's like a big team or small team. These referees mm. collectively are terrible. <laughs> and like then, I think individually you get the... Like collectively, as uh, in terms of standard refereeing, you're not going to get crazy stuff like the one in uh, like Ligue 1 who, who tripped the guy, who, who bumped into the guy and they sent him off after him he off, tripped him, yeah. innit? You're not going to get stuff like that. You're not going to get AFCON level referee. Collectively, you are going to get... a. a, a uh, res- not respectable like a acceptable standard but individually these are the worst referees in the world because the best <laughs> individuals are in other like the Champions League stuff yeah. apart from the AC Sorry. Milan you know in AC Milan Chelsea where the guy sent off oh tomorrow for God. no reason <laughs> he sent off tomorrow because he was black <laughs> allegedly um, but you got, you got the end of the, the game um, which probably could have been the last kick of the game that Rashford chance I don't know if you have you seen the Fred miss Oh my God, Rashford. So the ball came in, Pope came running out, Rashford went around him, <laughs> cut it back, Fred open goal, side for it wide. Oh, Crazy. Fred, and then, but then obviously the Rashford as well, like who put the ball in? That was a great ball in. Mm. Maybe, maybe Shaw, maybe, I don't this know. This was, we're talking literally the 96th minute, oh, yeah. 15, 20 the seconds header, to go. header wide, yeah. Love it. It's like Man United, they just needed, do you know who Man United need? Ivan Tony. <laughs> Instead of wasting your time with trying to get Martial to actually start getting his head right and start being happy, and then Ronaldo trying to like or stop being an old, old piece of crap, you get 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 Ivan Tony in. He's what? He's twenty four years old. He's got Ivan Tony isn't just a goal scorer, which he's shown before for Brentford. He got fourteen goals last year playing in a Brentford side that doesn't really score that many goals. And then you see the overall player's way. I think he got like eight assists last year. You see what he's like now is his back to goal game is fantastic. He can He's get actually twenty six. Boy, well there you go, exactly. He's younger than he well, he's younger than Ronaldo by twelve years. So. I mean everyone's younger than Ronaldo. <laughs> so uh, yeah. I think Ivan Tony should be um one of those guys that <laughs> are the top. He'll the get top him in there on a twelve year deal. <laughs> is that what you're saying? Uh, by the time he's thirty eight, he won't be as rubbish as Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Ronaldo's struggling against Ammonia Nicosia, bruv. 
Did you see? Did you see him being his petulant self when he got substituted yeah, in his he, game? Yeah, I saw. Well, All right, let's move on. Um, uh, let's move on. Shout out to Kojo. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Every single week, yeah, he DMs us or he sends me a voice note, yeah, of him. Um, or why are you disrespecting Man United? Do, 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 all of that stuff. Hold that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's move on. Uh, can we move on? Yeah. Will you allow yeah, it? Okay, yeah. he allowed it. Um, is there anything else? Any other fixtures that you guys want to? We spoke about the big six. Um, oh, Leicester. I'm saying Abby didn't do his job properly with the agenda today. No, he just says round Shocking. up with the rest of games. We used to get descriptions of games under yeah. each game. Now it's we true. just get. It's true. He used to put. Dead <laughs> bro, I'm, too, crazy, I'm, too, I'm too busy it's already crazy. celebrating the title win, bro. So wow. I'm busy, man. <laughs> Uh, it's, so mate, what you're just running up and down Shoreditch like no, well, I'm, pre- I'm preparing like, I'm, in my, I'm in the mirror doing this <laughs> lifting my arms up like I'm picking what, up you're going to hold the trophy hey 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 <laughs> I've been to how many game, How many home games have we had this season seven what in the league to, or what, in, in total oh I've, I've been to five you've had two Europa League games no, no, I don't no, know no. if any of them yeah had one Europa League game at home yeah Bodo glimped no I've been to four no I've been to four league games bro I don't think this matters no, I'm just saying I'm a big part of the success this year. Oh, okay. So, so Southampton drew with West Ham. Um, what is up with Southampton, man? i got to say, though, um, I, I didn't see this game. I see the highlights. Um, another one of the untelevised games. Um, great goal. Uh, one, of, one of the three at two o'clock. Great, great plan in the Premier four, League. Four, four uh, or four. Um, but if you just have seen the Southampton goal, uh, who scored it? Personally, oh, don't Pero. think. Uh, personally, not having that. Ref's got clearly in the way of Bowen. Um, yeah, yeah, he did. clearly obstructed play. That goal wouldn't have come about if the they ref usually stood. give like a drop ball for that, don't they? I yeah. don't know why they didn't. The goal, honestly, the goal would not have happened if the ref wasn't stood where he was stood. The one white player in their team, <laughs> well, no, him and Armstrong as well. Um, last, last FC are, are finished, bro. but to your point, Leicester, I think the Rams on the wall for Brendan Rodgers is not looking good. No, he walked out of his uh post match press conference uh on the weekend because he got asked questions about his future. Did you did you see? I don't know if you guys saw this. this there was an interview going, like a clip of a podcast going around on, um, on Twitter about this ex-player that played for Brendan Rodgers. Oh yeah, right. I have seen that. And then have Matt seen Mills, that. yeah. And so he goes and asks, like, "Oh, um, how comes that, you know I can't get a sniff? We're not winning games." And he goes, "Gucci belt." Yeah, yeah. No, the the other one that was mad funny. No, he well, literally he said to him, "I've seen it, but I, I, what's the context of like?" No, he, no. He literally he pointed he, at he his just, belt. He just stares at him and he just go, points at his belt and says, "Gucci belt." The the funny one for me was that he was saying he was saying as well. He was like, um, he liked to show that he was um, clever, intelligent, or whatever you want to have it. Um, and he said one day he walked in and did the pre-game uh, team talk in Spanish. Oh yeah, yeah. And then and then why did he pause and go? But it's important to note there wasn't one Spanish player <laughs> in the squad. That that being said, I did look into it a little bit more, and historically, loads of people have said that guy Matt Mills is a dickhead. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's actually no, a twat, it's so. true. No, but I just the the Gucci that belt so thing. Bre- that's so Brendan. Like, like he's Brenton. He is David Brent, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, we yeah. all saw it. Do you remember the, when his first month in Liverpool, he had a documentary called Being Liverpool, and mm-hmm. then he, he the was so he was so like proper yada. Do you remember when he first came here yeah, and then he, Sterling, when St- he, go, he goes, if you say steady to me one more time, you'll be on the plane. You'll be at the plane home. And Sterling goes, I never said that to you. You know, he, Brendan just made it up in his head. Didn't <laughs> he? And then he had the three envelopes as well, which is something that, that Sir Alex did years before. So Alex actually went up to his squad players and he's like, all of you are going to be really 
really important to me this year, but one of you is going to let me down. And then they all, then they won the treble that year because they were fixed up. Brendan tried it and he goes, I've got three names in my envelope and Gerald is sitting there and I'll shut your mouth. <laughs> this, is, this is my club. And if you don't shut up yet, I'll get you removed. In it. <laughs> I'll get you removed. Uh, but Brendan, yeah, I think it has to be done now because one, that this is a team that actually, if you look at it, similar to Aston Villa, it's a team that's good enough to actually be like, you know, minimum top 10, up near like seven, eight, you know, Europa League, Europa Conference League. They went to the semi-final of the Conference League in there last year. Yep. Not long ago, they won the FA Cup. They were in, they were pushing mm-hmm. top four for the last three years. Obviously, didn't make it. How many teams in the league would want a midfield of Indeedy, Madison, Jewsbury Hall and, and, and um, Tiedemans? And then obviously you've got mm-hmm. the likes of Iheanacho, Dakar, you've got... Um, yeah, but I, I have two, two just like... To, to kind of counter what you're saying... Like we're talking, Ian Acho, Dakar haven't been good enough. Let's no. be honest. Um, couple I don't of think those Ian Acho has been given enough. Madison's not even really playing centrally. If you watch Leicester on the, the right, weekend, yeah, um, and as a matter of fact, he just hasn't been backed either. Mm. Once oh, one yeah. player bought in this summer, and it was effectively the last day of the window. And, and it was a centre back that they it, yeah. had to sign because they let couple go. I called him David Lewis last week. <laughs> <laughs> he was decent against. Um, who did Leicester play this Palace. weekend? Palace. Palace. That was it. Was Saturday twelve thirty, right? Yeah, yeah. You watched what um, a dead game. As I well. did watch that. Yeah. Laugh, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, they've got to pick it up and pick it up quickly. I think that's. No, I, I think thought they turned the corner. Trouble, I thought they turned the corner when they when they beat uh, Nottingham Forest. They beat the one I, that's worse than. Them. I get it. I get it. Yeah. But I just thought like. A derby win. We did it last season. Yeah. It turns your season around. You know, you go and... Is that a derby? Well, it's like... Isn't, yeah, it's like an yeah, area. Yeah, it's yeah. like... Yeah. They're, they're all right. Like last year when um, Forrest for, beat them in the, derby, in the yeah. FA Cup 4-0. Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah, They just yeah. went nuts and all this kind of stuff. So... Fair enough. And I think Madison was saying in the... Um, in the interview afterwards, like, our to, big to, derby win, yeah. our fans, you know. So. They, yeah, they, they are in the same region. They're East Midlands, isn't it? So. <clears throat> yeah, so, you know, I just thought that they would turn a corner. And, and like you say, Abdi, they've got so much quality in there. It's just like, it's just kind of bewildering, like, mm. why they're misfiring. I don't get it. I think it's just the, the firstly... Do you think it's stale? The, the defence is terrible. Do you think it's gone stale? With a little Brandon bit, Rogers? yeah. I mean, I think with him, definitely. They, they could do with another voice as well, you know. Um, him making everything a philosophy, so philosoph- philosoph- philosophical um, story, <laughs> and him telling you know well the moral of the story, him telling you know all of these stories all the time. You just know he's a bit he's a bit jarring at times. When it's going well, you know you want to hear that stuff. I do think their biggest issue is the defense. Yeah, their fullbacks have been awful. They haven't had a consistent fullback pair since you know Chilwell and Ricardo Pereira, and then Chilwell's gone. Ricardo Pereira has been injury injury prone since then. Yeah. Um, the centre backs. Johnny Evers can't do the work of five people, including the goalkeeper, <laughs> all the time, can he? Um, they're and playing Amate, Amate and, and I think that's more of a reflection on the shamefulness of Crystal Palace on the day. <laughs> the fact that you just didn't shoot from distance. Well, they had their f- they had their first shot on target in the sixty-four. Oh, this is what I was actually thinking. Actually, but I think so no, no, sorry, just the quickest, the quick, the, the biggest thing I think is the shambolic nature of them, them defensive set pieces. Because mm. I think they've conceded the most from set pieces in the history of the Premier League, I think. <laughs> it's just, it seems to be every single week they concede a goal from a set piece. It's they a, did, it's a shame. did it concede against Palace? Well, yeah, there you go, exactly. In Palace, Palace look have a long, hard look at itself in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are you going to say, Gon? You're going to say something? No, it's nothing major. I just think uh, I've watched Palace quite a lot this season and I was impressed early. Uh, it's gone a little bit stale now. Yeah. Um, I I just think for me, if I'm Patrick Vieira, I'm just going to switch up that system a little bit. Um, I use always playing on the right. Oh, f- 
Why are you reading my mind? This was so when I was watching it. This is what the point I was going to say a yeah. second ago. I don't know why Ayu's got that fixed position on the right of midfield. In fact, if I am Patrick Vieira, I'm probably reverting to slightly more of a four-three-three. Yeah, you got your Decore in the six. Mm-hmm. I'd play Elise as one of the eights, mm-hmm. um, and Eze. Eze, whoever it may be, depending on who they're playing, they might want a bit more steel in there. Um, and then obviously Zaha on the left, but left of a three rather than the left of a four, you get a lot more freedom to attack that space. I would actually go... Um, and then whoever is up top, Edward or whoever. I would go with a four three three. You do um, Decore is at the base, but you can have, I don't know, someone more solid like, I don't know, Will Hughes or... Um, or, 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 or what's his name? Schlup with, um, with, with Eze as the... Yeah, and Elise on the right. Elise on the right, Zaha, and then Edward. Then the team starts looking really tasty. You've got two good centre-backs... Fullbacks, you've got Mitchell and I don't really like Ward, but I'd bring Klein or something. And then the team starts looking strong in multiple areas. Mm. But I do think this, uh, what is it? Does, is you just, a, does he run a lot? Every time, every <laughs> time I watch Palace, I just think how, like, I understand, yeah, he runs a lot and he does a job for the team, but he's not I mean, effective. he's not effective. They could do a lot better. He gets like two that. goals a season, like. They could do a lot better. And that slight shift in formation. That, yeah. He's still living off that solo goal he's got. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's also that young Don they signed from Derby who's, who's really he's, good He's well. actually 19 years old, so yeah, yeah I guess he's just better than him. Let me read you this here. This is true as of one day ago, yeah? So Burnley are first in the championship, but they've got more draws than wins. Blackburn in fifth have zero draws, but have more losses than Coventry, who are twenty fourth. Oh yeah, because Coventry have had they haven't played in any games apparently because their their stadium is unavailable. Reading, who are sixth, have a minus five goal difference. Preston in thirteenth have scored and conceded fewer goals than anyone, and first and fifth are separated by one point, and first and fourteenth are separated by six points. The it's championship crazy. is actually the wild, wild west. <laughs> uh, like, listen, I at don't the weekend, um, Sheffield United were 2 0 up here, yeah, went 3 2 down to Blackpool. Blackpool. Blackpool had three men sent off here. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and, and um, they had a fight right at the end as well. So the goalkeeper from uh, Sheffield United got sent off. And then she- Sheffield United ended up getting a 99th minute, 99th minute crazy. winner. So. Um, the, yeah, the championship can be a bit. I don't. I don't say this lightly. I genuinely think it's one of the best leagues in the world. Yeah, it's better than uh, in terms of unpredictability. Maybe not in terms of the the quality of football is uh, is probably better than it's given credit for. But in terms of that unpredictability, mm. it's really up there. Like you just said, Burnley. I think they've only lost one of their games. But how yeah. many? How many have they played in the I championship? Like Twelve, seven, thirteen, seven draws or something like that. Six, yeah. seven draws. Yeah, five, company, five man. wins. Vinny Company. Yeah, it's a good league, man. Very yeah. good league. Um, it's better than the Bundesliga. Entertaining oh, by the way, league. Do you guys know who's top of the Bundesliga? Union, Union Berlin. Berlin. They beat like Dortmund yesterday mad, or the day yeah. before. They're That's having a solid I'm a little season. bit tentative about what's going on with us because they have a similar thing going on there as well. <laughs> I'm like, I don't expect them to stay. Well, Bayern aren't yeah. even in the top four. Nah, yeah. And um, have you seen in Italy? Obviously, they're, they're, they're dusted now, but Juve are eighth and yeah. they're like, I'm, I'm 12 And they're, they're going out in the Champions League. Long yeah. may it continue. But Maccabi Hafia... Their first Champions yeah, League win. Be, yeah. Is it either ever or for 20 years against Juventus last 20 week? 20 years. I also think it's Haifa. Last you, week. Oh, it's a Haifa. What did I say? Do you know who was playing for them 20 years ago? Do you know who was for them 20 years ago? Yakubu. I don't know if you guys have seen that the Premier League are going to test this pre-season camp. In, um, they're going to do that. like a tournament for pre-season in America with a look to see how it can go for having important games in the states, I saw that. Is, so is that like is that like the NBA coming to London? Yeah, 
So it'd be I, I saw a little bit about this. So it's six team six team tournament, right? Or six clubs in two yeah, groups. Yeah. Yeah. What are they doing for like the entertainment factor? They're, they're looking yeah. at well, it's pre season as well, and a okay, lot don't of teams. Bring Tottenham, then. <laughs> no, um, so Jesse Leeds will be there definitely. But I just I, look. I get that you, um, you want to include fans from other countries and in, in everything. Mm. But fam, I want to watch my club. I we the club is here, right? We should be able to watch <laughs> if available the games here. We I, have I, to I like, completely agree with. I that I personally don't mind it. No, I, no, I'm just about to. But but for example, if you was offered tickets to one of the. NFL games or one of the NBA games that yeah. are in London. I get it. No, I would want to go. Yeah, but yeah, that's what, what I'm what saying I've... is like, I also want to go to all of my clubs. I could, yeah, I completely agree I think with that. One, one game a season, I don't really, or a couple of games a season, I don't really mind. I, just, I think, I I think pre-season is the time for that, man. Yeah, just, pre- yeah, just do it exactly. in pre-season. But the thing is, you need to think about like, the pre-season matches, they don't really matter and then you're going to see a lot of mixed match of players. But the only thing I think is I have a lot of sympathy for those people who wake up at 3am just to watch their teams. Getting up early in the morning to watch their teams. They don't get Do to see record, see record, the, record the game, bro. <laughs> you hate it, bro. No, like, that's what I used to do. When it's, I, the, it's the globalization when, of the when, when I used to play football, um, I used to, and the game, an Arsenal game was happening, I would record it. I'd turn off all my social media and stuff, and I'll get home and watch it as if it was like. Well, not everyone has as much self esteem. Well, everyone. As you should, huh? Self no, restraint. I thought you said self esteem as well. <laughs> like, what? What? <laughs> what is it for? <laughs> yeah. No, but I'm, I'm not saying like, you don't have to be that drastic. But if, if a game is at three o'clock in the morning, record the game, wake up at nine. You don't you don't have to go Some on your phone. I don't have the uh, ability to record games. What are they gonna do? Get a tri- get their phone out, put it on a little tripod, and then record. You're a screen. difficult guy, you know. No, I'm just saying, bro. Like, it's on NBC, w- bro. They can just record a game. If you've got NBC in your house or ESPN or whatever it is that you you can record the game. Don't chat to me. That's if you- that's, that's money privilege you're coming from, bro. People in America, they've got NBC on their cable TV. They can record a game. Nah, I, I honestly think like it's. It, this is this is not that bad to me. If they start doing like having the whole season there, obviously as a joke. And, you know, I would only be happy if they did it if Chelsea actually got officially changed to the London Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the stipulation, yeah? Yeehaw. All right, anyway, uh, let's move on to Man of the Week. Um, so I didn't even think about this. Mark is <laughs> first How up and first? he looks mad prepared. Perfect. No, no, I, I hadn't thought about it either, but I know I'm giving it to now. I just, I just sunk in. Um, yeah, Mo Salah this week. Man of the Match performance. Uh, we don't even use these clips bag, anymore for the video, do bag, we? Bag the Hattie as well. No, uh, so I was going to go in and explain why. Yeah, but bag the Hattie midweek. Um, but it wasn't just a winning goal on Sunday. It was actually just the, the performance. Everything about it was proper, proper prime Mo Salah. So it's good to have him back. Just before Abdi, uh, Tanya has sent her hers in. But I just want to say we should probably start announcing the winner of the Man of the Week from last week. So um, it is... Martinelli, Gabriel Martinelli, um, for his performance against Liverpool. But can I just say, if you if you wanna find out who the man of the week winner is before we drop these episodes, we will usually didn't happen today, admittedly. Um, it'll, it'll no, it will happen tomorrow. Actually, so, so would have been before. Uh, if you follow us on uh, us, us us on Instagram, WTATL official. <laughs> We drop it there as well on, on Monday or Tuesday. <laughs> How'd you say Hoiberg? <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> you just focus on your Man of the Week nomination. Yeah? Uh, so Tanya has gone for Hyobia. Oh, no way, really? Did, yeah. She yeah, went yeah. for a Tottenham player. She went for Hodgeberg. Oh, no. um, and I she wish says, Everton ruined her birthday. He, <laughs> he said, uh, she said, uh, Hodgeberg for me deserves his flowers, scored the winner, and he's been good for us this season. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that she has complained about him constantly 
in weeks before, but we no, won't say none of that. You know what's funny, yeah, is the Tottenham fans, they think they're having a good season, but they, they, they conveniently forget the game two games ago at the Emirates. You know, they always forget about Bruh, that game. Just focus on man of the week. Stop. Yeah. Don't sure. have to bring it back to Arsenal. Go on. So, uh, your man of the week? <laughs> so, my man of the week was Ivan Tony. For a double against, um, <laughs> why did you? Not hesitant. Like, what I was actually going to do was go for someone that was, you know, did something bad against Liverpool, but nothing, nothing badly happened this week, so right. I can't really do okay. anything. So Ivan Tony scored a double against who did they play? Um, they played some Brighton. Wait, we Brighton. didn't even cover Brighton. that game. No, we yeah. didn't. But shout out Brentford and Brighton dusted. No, 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 no. Early doors, man. Early they, doors. They signed the perfect replacement because their XG is. Through the roof, but they can't score. Oh yeah, because you win points on XG in it. <laughs> My guy, they had Potter. Fair enough. XG yeah, King. They had a great start to the season though, but like they've what drew against Liverpool lost. No, their but last what I'm two saying is like Potter was known for the XG yeah. through the roof, and they've signed the actual perfect replacement. Let's get, let's get more play back in it. But yeah, he scored a double. <laughs> great, great back heel as well. And obviously, you know, when when he takes a penalty, you know he's pretty much a guarantee in it. So, Mark, you say he's the definite backup to Kane, right? Yeah, yeah. For I, me. I, I think, I think, I think. In my personal opinion, Yo, this I, still is think, man of the week, bro. I still think Tammy is a better player, but I like no, the fact that I, he's, I'll be honest. I know Tammy's we're having a better week. season. Yeah, I, I just I, I think Tammy's a good player. I think he's overrated. I think there are certain aspects to his game that aren't good enough for this level, yeah, especially for a World Cup level. I disagree, but gone. My man of the week is uh, Dominic Salank, Salanke, or uh, however you say his name. Um, really important for Bournemouth. He was their top scorer last season. He only lost uh, out to Mitrovic and against Fulham. Goal and an assist, and he's been probably like one of their most important players, especially on their on this unbeaten run that they've gone on. So yeah, so um, we'll catch you on the next exciting episode of. We'll talk about that later. Sports Social Podcast Network.